Hey there, uh, this is Tiffany with Rock Bottom Wellness, and today we're going to talk about the three ways to manage stress. Now, there's many, many ways, absolutely, to effectively manage your stress, but here are three things that we talk about on the regular with the people that I'm working with one-to-one -one or in my groups, and it's really important to make sure that this becomes a part of your day-to-day, -day because even if it doesn't happen overnight with you feeling like a stress reduction just by implementing these three things, it will accumulate and over time it'll set you up for better success. So if you are um, a woman that's, you know, going into hormonal changes times of our lives where hormones are changing, but if you're getting to the point where you're going to be premenopausal, perimenopausal, um, or you're in that perimenopausal, menopausal state, you know, often, there's so many fluctuations going on and there's so much stress and there's so many other symptoms that crop up. And if you go into it with the tools necessary to manage the stress at a cellular biochemical level, you're going to go through that whole process a lot more smoothly. Trust me. All right. So the first one is making sure you're getting a lot of vitamin B, B as in boy, foods. Those is, this is going to look like a ton of variety of foods. This is why it's important to eat a variety of foods and not just stay in, you know, one lane, but try to incorporate something different, maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks, just to sort of expand your horizons with the nutrient front because B vitamins can be found in so many foods, yet so many of us are deficient. When I do micronutrient testing with people and look at their functional levels, at the cellular level for their B vitamins, it's usually pretty terrible. Usually there's something going on, but we are a stress society. Any kind of chronic condition, any kind of day-to-day -day stress, any kind of long-term chronic stress that's bothering us eats up all those B vitamins as quickly as we take them in. So try to incorporate, you know, like salmon, spinach, eggs, um, you know, broccoli, a bunch of different leafy greens, any kind of legumes or plants. If you can tolerate these things, just all kinds of plants are really good to do for so many reasons. I talk about eating more plants all the time, but you can go, I mean, it's crazy how many people are division in B vitamins when we can find B vitamins in virtually every food. So make sure that you're trying to get a variety of them and be aware of the B vitamin content of your, of your foods. And so one easy way, because this is another thing you can kind of double dip in your goals um, or the things you can use to help improve your, improve your goals is if you focus on good quality animal protein, that is gonna be a game changer with B vitamins. And that's gonna be a game changer with helping to create the chemicals in our brains that help us have our mood stable, um, satiety is improved and that kind of thing. So making sure you're getting good B vitamins in the variety of foods, or you can supplement with them, of course. Um, I often use a product and you can, you know, go to the link in my store for my shop and it's called B Supreme. It's a really good, um, multi B complex. It is methylated. Some people need that if you're an over methylator. And if you know that, maybe don't take that one. Um, but it is a really good multi B and it is super effective. You would take it one in the morning. And if you needed it, you could take one in at lunchtime, take them with food. Do not 
take these without food, you will notice nausea and that kind of stuff. Um, make sure you take one in the afternoon, but like, like lunchtime, maybe late late lunch if you eat at like one or two, but don't go past two or 3 p.m. It could be just enough of an energizing thing that will affect your sleep, which brings me to the second thing. So the second thing is to get more sleep. And a lot of times people are struggling with their sleep. So, you know, you're, you might be saying like, well, of course, I've been trying to get good sleep for a really long time. So I'm just here to say that you need to hone in and focus in on what it takes to get the good quality sleep. Um, and you need to get seven to nine hours would be amazing if you could get into that frame as far as length of sleep. And then, you know, the quality of sleep is, is definitely key too. But let's just start with one of the two. So let's say, you know, working on some sleep hygiene. So let's say you go to bed. You're one of those people that stays up till midnight and you get up at 6 a.m. All right. So at best, you're going to get six hours of sleep because most people aren't completely staying asleep for that whole six hours. So what I would do if I were that person, I would do what I could to bump up the sleep time to first start with like 11.30, then work out getting to bed at 11, then work up to 10.30 and, and so on. Okay, so ways you can do this is to obviously put away your phone, computers, TV, which is sometimes kind of a way for us to relax. We think we're relaxing and it's going to shut us down, but it kind of keeps the brain going. Um, it keeps the blue light coming in. So we're more alert. It's not like signaled for our circadian rhythm to shut down. Um, so work on things like that. If you're guilty of taking your phone with you to bed and it's keeping you up because you are scrolling through social media, then this is the time to work on stopping that. So that can be kind of an easy, low hanging fruit type of going to be very beneficial if you can get into the habit. Now, to replace that habit, I always say if you're going to take something away, you should really add something back, um, especially when it comes to food. But when we're talking about behaviors, we need to do the same thing. So what do you enjoy instead of watching TV or scrolling social media? Um, social media in and of itself can be stressful because of all the stuff we see, all the garbage we see. Um, what did I see the other day that made me really stress? It was something, it was it was about an accident. I can't remember what it was, but it was about an accident and the type of vehicle. And it was something to do with that. And it made me like have a pit in my stomach. I felt stressed. I started worrying about my kids, like all those things. So it just kind of gets you down a rabbit hole. So stop, 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 especially when you're trying to go to bed at night. Okay. Um, so it's not always what we consume with food. It's what we consume you know, mentally and emotionally as well. So um, the other things you can do is replace the, the, you know, TV or phones with things that are going to be a little bit more um, conducive to falling asleep. So maybe you start to journal, maybe you do some adult coloring books or kid coloring books for that matter. Maybe you do word puzzles, something like that to kind of just be calmer in your space before you're heading to bed. Maybe that looks like prayer, meditation, um, things like that. Whatever it does for you, if it's actually something that you enjoy, try to replace it with a less, um, you know, conducive for sleep type of habit. All right. So um, that brings me to number three. And number three has to do with exercise, but I'm calling it movement for these purposes, because 
oftentimes, and I have done this myself in the past, I've used exercise as a tool to, you know, burn off steam, to um, reduce my stress. A lot of people think of exercise as doing that, but usually it's not like um, the more restorative type of exercise. It's things that are pretty intense in and of themselves. You know, maybe it's running or boxing or something that actually can be pretty intense for your situation at hand. If you are already barely hanging on by a thread to manage your stress, and then you start adding in some really intense types of exercises to help reduce that stress, you might be working against yourself and you might be setting yourself up for you know, a backslide or it's going to be harder to make strides in the improvements of the health situations that you'd like to improve. So my recommendation is to think of what is, first of all, what do you enjoy? And then also think of things that are more restorative, that are calming to the body and the mind. Um, You know, what does that look like for you? For me, uh, that would look like going out for a walk and you know, maybe not really putting the pressure on me that I have to get my heart rate to a certain level. I don't need to start sweating. I don't need to do it for an X many minutes in order for it to count that it's literally just getting out there and getting fresh air and helping, you know, my body just sort of calm itself down. And also if you're doing that after dinner time, you're also helping your body use the sugars from your foods a lot better. You become less insulin sensitive at night. So having a little walk around the block, even if it's five, 10 minutes after you eat your dinner is going to help that process too, which also helps with your stress management, by the way. So try to think of things that are more calming to your system as far as movement. Um, Maybe it's just some yoga stretches. Maybe it's sun salutations. Maybe it's um, if you take a shower at night in particular, just because you're would be warmer um, and then doing some foam rolling before you go to bed, but just some nice restorative stretches and movements could help again, that sleep hygiene process. So that would be a really good thing to do. Um, you know, Pilates would be, I mean, not that it's easy, but um, it could be a little bit more restorative than doing high intensity interval training, than running, than doing um, boot camp type workouts, those are all fine and dandy, but not when you're feeling like you're already behind the eight ball. Okay. That's not the time to start that up. Um, it actually can be a little bit punitive to your body. Don't get me wrong. I love exercise. I like kind of the, um, some of the hardcore stuff. I do like that. Um, but not when you're not feeling the greatest, that does nothing for managing stress. So focus on things that are going to support your body and like give back to your body and your mind and your stress rather than take away. That's going to look different for everyone. So uh, if anybody has any questions, um, you know, reach out anytime, send me a message. You can email me at Tiffany at rockbottomwellness.com or you can go to me through my links and just, you know, book a call if you'd like to talk a little bit more about some of these things. Um, If you have a thyroid issue, if you struggle with anything that's chronic and you can't get over it and you can't figure things out because you've been told that everything is normal when you've gone to the doctor and all your labs look normal and you still feel like garbage, um, maybe it's time for you to join the Fatigue Fix Inner Circle membership. We go through all of it there and you have the option to add on some one-on-ones if you want more specific 
help with your situation. There's exclusive discounts to testing. So that's amazing. So you get better pricing that way. And um, anyway, there's just a great community of people that are there with the same, but a little bit different reasons than you, but it would be well worth your time and effort to join that monthly membership. So anyway, reach out if you need. I'd love to help you out and hope you are all well. Have an awesome day. Thank you.